Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. Let's listen in on this conversation between our two friends at 79 Wistful Vista. What's that you're looking at, McGee? Oh, a little after seven, I guess. And what time is it, McGee? The modified five plan of the Prudential Insurance Company. McGee, you haven't heard a word I've said. Well, I'm sorry, Molly. This modified five plan of Prudential's started me thinking back to the first five years we were married. Remember how we scrimped and scrambled for the mighty buck? Oh, do I. But young couples always find budgeting a problem, don't they? They sure do. I know most of them would like to have about twice as much insurance as they feel they can manage. And that's exactly why the Prudential developed the Modified Five Plan. For the first five years of this plan, these young married folks who naturally expect their income to go up and actually have the life insurance protection they want at just about half the premium they'd ordinarily expect to pay. Well, what happens after this five-year breathing spell? Then the regular premium goes into effect. So if you're a young couple beginning to set up house and start a family... You should know about Prudential's Modified Five Plan. It can give you the life insurance protection you need when you most need it. Just ask your Prudential agent. Mr. McGee and Dr. Gamble have been playing golf now for three days continuously. Here they are now with about three miles left to go and a crowd's begun to gather. Hey, how about this, Molly? Look at the crowd we got following us, kiddo. Yes, sir. Getting to be quite a thing, this golf game. Mm -hmm. Whose play is it next? I think it's Doc's. Him and the old-timer are over there by the Jeep. Boy, it's a good thing we got the old-timer along to caddy and hunt balls and bring his sandwiches. Hey, Mr. McGee? Oh, Mr. McGee? Who's that? Sounds like Lester. Oh, let me through, please. Let, let me through. I, I'm, I'm a friend of his. He, he has friends. Uh, hi, Miss McGee, Mr. McGee. Well, it is Lester. Hello. Hi, Les. I'm glad to see you. Gosh, this thing sure is turning out to be a circus, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the whole town is talking about it. Uh, I brought Mr. Wimple with me and some other folks. They're over there by the car. Yeah? Well, now, that's real heartwarming, Les. You hear that, Molly? My friends and neighbors coming all this distance just to spur me on to success. That's mighty heartwarming. Well, uh, some of them now, they, uh... They've got bets on Dr. Gamble to win, Mr. McGee. What? Well... Oh, but not not me, though. No, I'm I'm picking you to win. Well, thank you, Les. Is, uh, uh, is the doctor beating you very bad up to now? Nah. Practically a tie, Les. He's just a bare scant 21 strokes ahead at this point. Uh, 21 strokes. That's huh? all. Practically a tie. Golly, that, uh... That sure sounds like a lot to me. Nah, the score so far is 591 for Doc and only 612 for me. We still got three or four miles to go yet. I'll cut old Doc down like a chainsaw cutting down a sapling. Boy, by the time we finish up at the... Hey, hey, what's going on? The old timer's coming this way with somebody. All right, all right, everybody, stand back. Back up there. Let the radio feller through there. Radio feller, he says. Hmm, must be going to broadcast the... Hey, come on, quiet, everybody. Church! 
Now the radio feller's going to make a radio speech here. Take it away there, radio feller. Well, good morning, good morning, sports fans. This is your old reliable Pete Plummer from the special events department of WVIS, the golden voice of Wistful Vista, here to bring you a quick rundown on the marathon golf match now underway between Dr. George Gamble and Mr. Fibber McCree. McGee, bud. Well, with about three miles left to play before the match winds up at the number one green of the Springfield Country Club, the score now stands. Dr. Gamble in the lead with 591 strokes so far, and his opponent... Uh, Trevor McGee. Yes, sir. His opponent has 612 strokes. Oh, it's been a sensational comeback today, folks, because this man, McGee... He said it right. ...was trailing last night by 31 strokes, and he has pulled up to within 12 strokes of the doctor. And now we bring you a word from the leader in this remarkable game, Dr. George Gamble. Uh, Doctor, are you concerned about the outcome? No, not at all. I still have a nice lead, and we haven't too much farther to go. (laughs) Thank you, Doctor. Now, his opponent, Mr... McGee. uh... All I want to say is thanks to my many loyal friends like Les Nelson, who have come out here to cheer me on. And for those friends, I want to say I shall strive to victory. I also want to dedicate this victory I'm going to win to my loyal wife, Mrs. Molly McGee, who has been a constant inch of perspiration, a constant source of perspiration, a perspiration. She's stuck with me like feathers to glue, and let's get on with the golf game. Yay! Hey, your ball's right here, Doctor, and it's your shot. Stand back, folks. Give him room. Thanks, old-timer. Oh, and in case you want to know, Springfield is that-a-way. <laughs> Already asked about that. Thanks. Oh. And in case you'd like to know something else, Doctor, you're going to miss the ball completely on this next swing. McGee, that isn't any... Oh, I am, am I? Yep. And I'll tell you why, Doctor. I got a book from the library a couple of weeks ago called Think It and Make It So. Oh, you've learned to read, have you? This book tells how if you think a thing hard enough and concentrate on it enough, it'll happen. Well, excuse me. And I'm concentrating so hard on you missing that ball. Excuse me, what were you saying, Sonny? Ah, I'm going to take that book back and hit the librarian over the night. There's more fun with the McGee shortly. Time's growing short to get in on this special spring fashion offer from Dial Soap. A genuine leather clutch bag for just two wrappers and one dollar including tax. If you want to order or reorder, do so right away. We don't want anyone to be sorry she missed this fashion find. A regular three fifty value, it's a handsome combination billfold and handbag of soft, supple leather. Carry it alone, as a handbag, or in your purse. Comes in five smart spring colors. Scarlet flame, spring green, pastel pink, lemon yellow, and champagne. Get order blanks in stores or order direct. For each clutch bag, enclose a $1 bill and two dial wrappers, regular or bath size. Print your name, address, and color wanted. Send to dial box 7967, Chicago 77. Offer ends June 15th. To save money on a genuine leather clutch bag, send your order to dial box 7967, Chicago 77. Do it right away. This is Pete Plummer coming to you again from the cross-country golf match being played by Dr. George Gamble, the surgical slicer, and Fibber McGee, the hammering hooker. Whatever that means. Golf term. We're down to the last mile now, and the doctor's lead has been cut to four strokes. We're going to cut about six more off. And it looks like it's going for a tight finish, and that's where we'll be with you again at the finish. 
This is Pete Plummer saying stay tuned to WVIF. Oh, my, this is exciting, McGee. Your news. Yep. This broadcast is probably being heard coast to coast, clear across the country. Where's Doc Gamble, you see? Just over there on the other side of the crowd. I guess it's his shop oh, because... Oh, hello, uh, Mr. McGee, Mrs. McGee. Oh, Mr. Wimple. Hi, Wimp. Les told me you were out here. My goodness, isn't this exciting? Yeah. I've been over talking to Dr. Gamble, and frankly, Mr. McGee, you've got him worried. Really, Mr. Wimple? I have, huh? Got old fat so worried. Can't stand the thought of getting beat, eh? Well, uh, that isn't the way he explained it to me. Uh, he said, and I'm quoting the doctor, you understand. Yes. Uh, he said, Wally... McGee is taking this so big and bragging so loud, I'm afraid when I get through beating him, he'll go off in the corner and cut his throat. What? I'm worried, Wallace, he said. Oh, is that so? Well, I'll show him whose throat gets cut. I'm going to cut his throat with this shot right now. Watch it. Four. Take it easy now, McGee. Stay relaxed. I can't relax. I'm wound up like the ribbons on a maple. Boy, this is the tense. Here you are, peanuts, popcorn, buttermilk, rock candy, hot coffee. Well, for the... Hey, old-timer, you're supposed to be caddying for us, not catering to the crowd. Yeah, for Pete's sake, what do you think we're paying you for? Oh, I meant to tell you, fellas, you ain't. I'm paying you. Huh? And doing so well selling food and drink and souvenirs, I'm going to cut you boys in on the profits, if any. Here you are, get your scorecards. Can't tell players without a scorecard. Can't tell these players anything with a scorecard, but get your scorecards in. Well, we well, can finish without them, McGee. Come on. And here we are, folks, right down at the finish line. Here on the number one green at the Springfield Golf Course, the marathoners have come to the end of their long, long trail. In high time it is. Dr. Gamble's ball and the ball belonging to Mr. McGee are almost side by side with a score. Now hold your breath. The score is exactly even with 768 strokes apiece. The two balls are about 15 feet from the hole as the first player grips his club and steps up to the ball. Good luck, dearie. Thanks. Well, this is it. <laughs> this is it. Kind of hard to hold my club with all my fingers crossed, but, but this, this is it. through that again for a thousand bucks. Oh, I'm so proud of you, McGee. And now it's Dr. Gamble's turn. Man, oh man, is he in a tight spot and tired, too. He steps up, putter in hand, bends down to look at his ball, straightens up again and says... Oh, McGee. Yes, doctor. I uh, fear you made a slight mistake. Mistake? And I want to thank you. What do you mean? You knocked my ball into the cup for me. This one's yours here. What, what, what? do you mean? Oh, no. <laughs> what? You mean I got to go through that again? Oh. Come on, come on. You know the rules. Best you can do now is get a tie. Oh. <laughs> go ahead. See if you can do that. <laughs> okay. He steps up to the ball. He waggles his putter nervously. Seems to be rushing himself. He's hit it and it goes straight toward the pin. Straight, straight. Straight, almost there. Oh. And it stops. Oh. And Dr. Gamble wins. Congratulations, Doctor. Yeah, yeah. congrats, Doc. 
And how much did you win on this great marathon long-distance golf match, which took three days, 30 miles, and 769 strokes, Doctor? Huh? How much? Well, it was a dollar a stroke, and I'll concede McGee's next putt there. So I won a dollar, one single big round American dollar. Well, I must say you earned it. And how about paying off, McGee? Come on, pay off, loser. Okay, Ducky, I got the buck right here, but don't be a piker. Come on. How about playing all the way back home, double or nothing? Oh, oh no, McGee. not Come really. On. Yeah, sure. We'll start right, right here. We... We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. Friday night's the night for Dinah Shore, Frank Sinatra, and Dave Garraway on NBC Radio. Dinah offers a bright, relaxing quarter hour of music and song that takes the edge off jangled nerves and makes for good listening either during dinner or after. The whole family will enjoy the Dinah Shore Show Fridays on NBC. And there's more music on NBC when the Frank Sinatra Show comes along. Frankie takes the top tunes of the day and gives them the unique Sinatra style. He also manages to interject some casual chatter about the songs, how they were written, and why. Also on Friday night, there's Dave Garraway with a program of real old-fashioned entertainment. Dave's show takes on the informality of a country store on a spring fever day as he brings you music, the latest news, and interviews. Yes, Friday night's the night on NBC Radio for the big three in entertainment. Dinah Shore, Frank Sinatra, and Dave Garraway. Oh, what a day. What a three days. Yep. Tired? Yep. Glad to get home? Yep. <laughs> Is that all you can say, yep? Nope. Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Mr. Wimple, Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, and Robert Easton as Les. The sports announcer was played by Barney Phillips. This is John Wall saying, Don't forget to be back Sunday night when Mr. McGee is initiated into the Mystery Lady Society. Hmm? Well, tune in and you'll find out. Join the great Gildersleeve and all his friends tonight on the NBC Radio Network.